it this morning? Amen. The key to Christianity. The key to Christianity. Is the key to Christianity is application. If you don't do it, your Christianity is not there. James says, Show me your faith by your works. So we just can't just say, I have faith, but your works must ac accomplish your action of faith. Amen. Glory to God. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, now, Father God, for the opportunity, Father God, to receive your word this morning. And, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that each and every one of us, Father God, are receptive, Father God, that our ears are open, Father God, our hearts, Father God, are ready to receive. And I thank you, Lord, that which we receive, Father God, we will put into practice. And I thank you, Lord, that... Uh, even as the word goes forth, you will give each and every one of us greater revelation in the things that will be spoken this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe that we all like to eat. Amen. Um, there are certain foods that uh, we seem to enjoy more than others. Um, uh, for instance, I like Japanese and Chinese food. They're on the top of my list. My mouth is already watering. <laughs> but I just like good tasting foods. You go to the restaurant or a good home cooked meal. I enjoy it. Eating is one of the great pleasures of life. I thought I'd get me an amen there. Some of you don't think it's a pleasure to eat, amen? And I like to go to places that have buffets uh, because you can go back over and over and, and get what you want, whatever your appetite wants. You just fill up on it. Amen? So uh, are you with me about that? All right. Some of, you, some of you like to eat. You know, some of us have to go on diets to take care of it. But uh, other than that, uh, glory to God. It's fantastic. It's not breakfast. It's not lunch. And it's not dinner. It's the other meal that Christians have a choice of receiving. It's the banquet meal that God gives us through the word. Amen. Glory to God. Every child of God should be able to take their Bible, meditate upon it, and get a great meal. Boy, some of you lost a good place to say amen. All right, go to the book of Job, which is right before the book of Psalms. That's Job chapter 23. Job chapter 23. Look at this. Look at this. Does Job have anything good to say this morning? I think so. That's Job chapter 23. Let's go lo looking at verse 12. That's Job chapter 23, looking at verse 12. Neither have I gone back from the commandments of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Glory to God. 
Job says, it's better to have God's word than to feed yourself. And we need to have three good meals a day through God's word. Amen? Or even better than that, you can even have snacks on God's word. Think about that. In other words, we need the word. We need the Bible. No Bible, no breakfast. No Bible, no lunch. No Bible, no dinner. And when you go get that way, you are dying spiritually because you're starving yourself. You need the word. Amen. Okay, let's go to the next book, which is right after Job. You find the book of? Psalms, thank you. Psalms 119. Psalms 119. Psalms 119. The Word. The Word this morning. Psalms 119. One Psalms 119. Verse 103. Verse 103. Psalms 119. Verse 103. How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Glory to God. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The word is honey. Tell you what. Honey's good. The word's, the word's nature is sweetness. And the word's effect produces wisdom. The joyful believer, are you listening? The joyful believer exclaims how sweet the word is to his palate and how precious the word is to his heart. And through study, one is made more wiser than his enemies, wiser than the ones that teach you, and wiser than even the elders. That's what the word of God says. Are you into the word? Are you having a meal this morning? Well, I hope you are. Let's now turn to the New Testament and find 1 Peter. That's 1 Peter. He's right after the book of James. 1 Peter chapter 2. That's 1 Peter chapter 2, looking at verse 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. Glory to God. The word is necessary for you to grow. If you're not getting any word, you will not grow. That's why you see so many short Christians in the spirit. Okay. The word is necessary for our growth. To desire the word, there must be life. Because you're hungry. Something that's dead is not hungry. So, how are you this morning? Do you have life that you're hungry? Or are you, do we call 911 and recitate you? We're hungry. We're hungry. All right. Glory to God. The word's necessary for our growth. The word gives instruction as to moral character, 
and conduct. Wow. That's growth. Wisdom that flows from the scriptures destroy all desires for false teaching. You get into God's word and boy, you don't want to hear anything crooked or bad or corrupt or wicked. You want the uncompromised word of God. Amen. Glory to God. The heart rather than the head, glory to God, must be exercised in studying the Bible. Your heart must, you must cultivate your heart for the word. Amen. Glory to God. And the results will be, as you cultivate your heart and you receive the word, you'll become obedient to the word. Isn't that fantastic? Glory to God. And how does that happen? Let's go back all the way to the Old Testament and find the book of Isaiah, and you want to find the 28th chapter of Isaiah. That's Isaiah chapter 28. And looking at verse 10. That's Isaiah chapter 28, 10. For precept must be upon precept, Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Glory to God. So as you read the word, you don't just become a giant all of a sudden. You're a babe, and you grow as you read the word, precept upon precept, as you build your found upon the foundation that God has given you, you, you become excited. Well, some of you... I said you become what? Excited. Yeah, well, glory to God. There's, there, that's what you need. You need to become excited when you read God's Word because it's talking about you and what you can accomplish in life. And that you can put the devil under your foot and squash him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Since we're in that neighborhood, let's uh, move further into the book of Jeremiah and find the 15th chapter of Jeremiah at this time. Look at this. This is the word. Jeremiah chapter 15. What did Job say? That the word was more desired to be than... Normal food, that's what Job said. Now look what Jeremiah says. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and, the, and thy word was unto me joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by thy name, O God, O Lord God of hosts. Hallelujah. You need some joy. Rejoicing of the heart. The word brings that to you. You know, we, can't, we, we shouldn't be sad, sad Christians. If you're sad, sad Christians, I know you're not reading the Word. Uh-oh. Everybody better put a smile on. Get the Word gives us joy and rejoicing of the heart. Glory to God. So let's return back to the book of Psalms for a moment. Psalms, again, 119. Psalms 119 this time. Again, Psalms 119. Oops. 
The Bible is a lamp, looking at Psalms 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Glory to God. You don't have to be in the dark any longer. Not in this dark, gloomy world. You have light. God gives you light. I tell you what, it's good to have light when you're in the dark. Especially if you're trying to go someplace. You know, uh, when I would come home from work off a shift, uh, uh, swing shift, I didn't want to disturb the family, so I would kind of walk through the house in the dark. But sometimes my loving wife would rearrange the furniture and you would hear a crash, boom, and bang, and I would wake up everybody anyway. So I, I needed light. Glory to God. Okay. So the Bible is a lamp and a guide. Let's go to verse 110. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I do not stray away from your precepts. Don't go away from your pre God's precepts. Hallelujah. It's a guide. Not only is the Bible a lamp, but it's a guide from his precepts. Glory to God. Verse 111, the very next verse. Thy testimonies have I taken as a, an inheritance forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. An inheritance, a companion. The word is to be your companion through life. You know, when you have something good, you don't walk away from it. This is a companion for life. Hallelujah. A lamp, a guide, and a companion. Boy, it's going to comfort you, lead you, guide you. Oh, glory to God. It's a treasure and joy, it says, on life's pathway. We need to be rejoicing, just like that, that uh, individual that came into church that was laying outside the church doors. He came in walking and leaping and praising God because he found the life of God. Amen. Glory to God. Now, this is not a secret. But for some Christians, it is a secret because they do not get into the Word. They don't eat. Oh, glory to God. So we need to receive our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that, if you need to have uh, snacks, receive it. Glory to God. I want to give you a, uh, two things about a recent survey I found. Uh, Christians and their knowledge of the word. Are you ready? 48% of Christians could not name the four Gospels. 48% could not name the four Gospels. That's, that's a tragedy. Yet they call themselves Christians. Oh, this might rock your boat. 60% of those can't name half or five of the Ten Commandments. 
Mm -hmm. Or half of the disciples. You read the Bible. When you get home, or right when you've got in your hand right now, start writing down the disciples' names. See if you get five of them. Hmm. You're quiet out there this morning. Yes, as Americans, we reverence the Bible, but we lack the basic fundamentals of the Christian faith. So what is the Bible? What is the Bible? Second Timothy. Let's go to Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Glory to God. You find Second Timothy after First Timothy. Second Timothy chapter three. I better get to Second Timothy. Chapter three. Beginning with verse 16. Second Timothy chapter 16. Uh, chapter 3, verse 16. What is the Bible? All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. Glory to God. That the man of God or woman of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You're ready. We're going to do some works. Part of your meal is to, when you're exercising through the word, you need to work also. You just can't sit down and, and at the dinner table and eat. That food is to give you power to go on exercise or do work. You're called to do a work. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, glory. Let's go on. The word is God-inspired. It's profitable. It has power to change and transform your life or lives. Think about it. You want something changed? Go to the word. You want to be built up? Go to the word. Why should you read the Bible? Why should you read the Bible? Simple question. Namely, for the benefit of it. The greatest benefit is that you get born again. But then after that, you find other things that are an open treasure for you to receive, use, walk in. It's the Word. That meal that sets you apart. Let's go to, once again, Psalms 119. Seems we can't get away from it. Psalms 119. Glory to God. Psalms, in Psalms 119, we'll go to the first verse. What is, it, what is the benefits of the word? Psalms 119, verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law or the word of the Lord. You're blessed when you walk in the word. Hallelujah. Whatever you put your hand to shall prosper. You're above and not. Oh, amen. Joshua, pardon me, not Joshua, but uh, let's go to the very first Psalm. Psalms chapter 1 this time. 
Psalms chapter 1, what's it saying? Psalms 119 starts that we're blessed. Oh, look at verse 1 on Psalms 1. Blessed is the man or woman that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, but citizen, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in, in, the Lord, in the law of the Lord, and he doth meditate there day and night. Glory to God. For he shall be like, or she shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Boy, you're blessed and you're pro you will prosper. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go further back into the uh, Old Testament. Right after the book of Deuteronomy, you will find the book of what? Joshua. So we're going to the book of Joshua, chapter 1. The Word. We're looking at the Word this morning. This book, Joshua 1.8, This book of the law, or the Word, shall not depart out of, out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Oh, glory to God. Make thy way prosperous and have good success. The two go hand in hand. Glory to God. Are you with me this way? Is the word working for you? Glory to God. Think about it. Okay, we want to go all the way back, or further into, I should say, the New Testament and go to 3 John. 3 John. Third John 2, look at it. Beloved, I wish above all things that they may prosper and be in health. Now we got health coming in. Oh, glory to God. Prosperous, blessed, successful. Now you're going to be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. Well, how do you prosper your soul? By reading and feeding upon the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You want to be blessed? Go for it. Glory to God. If you want to be blessed, you're going to have to go according to God's word. Well, let's go back to Psalms 119. We just can't, can't get away from it. Psalms 119. Oh, glory to God. The Lord blesses you with his word. Second thing he does, Psalms 119, verse 9. Wherein shall the young man cleanse his way? That's Psalms 119, verse 9. Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereunto according to thy word. You cleanse, you're cleansed by the word. Glory to God. Drop down to verse 11. Thy word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against thee. Glory to God. God's word will keep you pure. It will keep you from sin. 
God's word will keep you from sin or sin will keep you away from God's word. Which one do you want? You want to take the first one. Third thing we need to look at, Psalms 119. We will drop down to verse 18. Psalms 119, verse 18 at this time. Open thou my eyes, that I may behold thy wondrous things out of thy word. Open my eyes. Open your eyes. You will see amazing and miraculous things in God's word. When you open your eyes to God's word, you'll see miracles happen. Amazing things. Wonders take place when you speak God's word in your behalf. Oh, glory to God. Go to, uh, does it still work today? Does that still work today? Go to Hebrews chapter 13. Look at verse 8. Jesus, we know that Jesus is the word. And look at what uh, Hebrews 13, 8 says. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. From the Amplified, it says Jesus Christ. The Messiah is always the same yesterday, today, yes, and forever to all the ages. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you're going to see amazing things. You begin to speak amazing things. You're called to do it. Amen? The Bible is full of miracles. Are you one of them? Third John, uh, pardon me, John chapter 3. Did you know you're part of the miracle? Let's look at this miracle. John chapter 3. Look what Jesus says. Marvel, mar, John chapter 3, verse 7. Marvel not that I say unto you, ye must be born again. Are you born again? Amen. Glory to God. That's a marvel. Well, a lot of people say, well, I don't know. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. What else does the Bible say? In 2 Corinthians chapter 5. If you're born again, verse 17 applies to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ or any woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. You're a new creature. That's a miracle. Old things are passed away. Glory to God for that. Behold, all things are become new. And when God makes something new, it's good. It's refreshing. It's a blessing. You're part of the miracle. Hallelujah. Well, what's the fourth thing that God's word will do? Let's go back to what, what chapter, what book are we looking at mainly? Psalms 119. So go to Psalms 119. We will continue there. Psalms 119. You know, we do get tired. Well, some of them won't. Some of you won't admit it. <laughs> okay, Psalm Psalms one nineteen. Okay. Verse twenty-five. This gets you out of your tiredness. Psalms 119, verse 25. My soul cleaveth unto dust. Boy, that's 
that's way down there. Quicken thou me according to thy word. It's the word, he says, will revive you. Glory to God. If you're feeling down in the dumps, if you're being run over at the job, you're tired, get into the word and it's going to revive you. Find out what you are, who you are, and what you can do. Amen? Oh, glory to God. Uh, I like it from the Amplified. My earthly life clings to dust. Revive and stimulate me according to your word. Oh, glory to God. Are you going to be stimulated when you read the word? Of course you are. Look at verse 50 in that same chapter. Psalms 119, verse 50. This is my comfort. Oh, glory. In my affliction. Hey, look at that one. The enemy is coming against you. You can be comforted in the, in the affliction. For thy word has what? Quickened me. Thou hast been revived. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I thought I'd get more amen. Some of you. Maybe you need to. Wake up this morning. Continue in Psalms 119. Looking at being revived. Verse 93. Psalms 119 verse 93. I will never forget thy precepts. Why? Because you're always in it. You're always meditating upon it. It comes up. It rises up big, big within you. When, you call, when you're down, you can call upon the Holy Spirit and he'll bring those precepts, those words to you. Look at it. Psalms 119, verse 93. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast, what? Quickened you. You're revived. Boy. Now, this is not, being, being revived is not going to happen if you don't sit down and have a meal of the Word. This is the best meal you can have. I mean, you, most of us eat three meals a day and with a lot of snacks. So, <laughs> we need to have the Word at least three times a day and make it a big meal. Don't be skimpy. You're not a, God doesn't want you on a diet. You need to be spiritually strong. So don't be skimpy when you read the word. Receive it. And take some snacks along. Snacks are little three-by-five cards that you maybe put in your car or, or sitting someplace and you just need something to quicken you. You pull out that three-by-five card and say, oh, this is what the word God tells me. Hallelujah. I'm revived this morning. Glory or this afternoon. Amen. Psalms 119, are you still there? Let's go to verse, verses 89, verse 89. The, the word of God reveals his faithfulness. You're going to find how faithful God is. Psalms 119, verse 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. There's faithfulness. It's not going to change. Glory to God. Verse 90, thy faithfulness is on to all generations. That includes you and me. It wasn't just for Abraham. It just wasn't for Paul and Peter. It wasn't just for Oral Roberts or Billy Graham. 
It's for you and me. To all generations thou hast established the earth and it abideth. The, the word is established for you and I to walk in, to rejoice in, to be revived in. Glory to God. God's word reveals his faithfulness. It's not going to go away. Are you still there in Psalms 119? Let's go to verse 104. God gives wisdom and direction. God gives wisdom and direction. Psalms 119, verse 104. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate false ways. When you get into God's word, you get understanding. You get wisdom and direction. Verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. So you get wisdom and you get direction. Glory to God. That is good news. That's what the word of God gives us. Hey. You're you, you are lost without the word. Amen. Glory to God. Psalms 119. Are you still in Psalms 119? Go all the way to verse 100. And 65, God's word, great, uh, God's word grants great peace. Psalms 105, verse 165, great peace have they which love thy word, glory to God, and nothing shall offend them. Uh-oh. How many have been offended lately? Ah. Uh, I fall into that category. I get offended sometimes, you know. I get in the, especially in the grocery lines, I get in the shortest ones and it takes forever. And I, mm, I should have went that other one. I get offended. I shouldn't be offended because what does that say? Great peace have they which love thy word or law. And nothing shall offend me. I've got to, I've got to meditate on that one a lot. I don't know about you guys. You might find something that you need to catch up on. Hey. Okay, we're going to get out of Psalms 119 for a moment. Let's go to Psalms 143. Psalms 143. God's Word shows you His will. God's Word shows you His will. Psalms 143, looking at verse 10. Teach me to do thy will, or thy word, for thou art my God, thy spirit is good. That's Psalms 143.10. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Glory to God. He shows you his will. He tells you what is best for us. When you read God's word, you find out, hey, I've been doing something wrong. You change. I thought I'd hurry here a good amen on that. If you, if you need a change, you hear it. You what? You change. Good. Okay. And number 10. Number 10. Psalms, going back to Psalms 119. Psalms 119, and we're going to go to the, almost to the very beginning. The word is the way of truth. Psalms 119, verse 30. I've, I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have been laid before me. And what's been laid before you? The word. The judgments. So you have the way of truth. Glory to God. 
Psalms 119, verse 142. Psalms 119, verse 142. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteous, and thy law or thy word is the truth. Glory to God. You have the word and it's truth. You can rely upon it. You don't have to say, oh, I'm, I'm wondering about it. I'm not sure about it. I, I have to think. I've got to call upon so-and-so about it. You read it in the Word. It's the truth. But read the whole entire text when you're doing it. Don't read and do likewise. Because it says Judas went out and hung himself. Just go out there and say, well, Judas hung himself. You know, just don't. Read the whole thing. Amen? Glory to God. The way of truth. Psalms, one, uh, Psalms 119, verse 150. Thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are true. God's not going to desert you. He's standing. In fact, it's better than standing. He's within you. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost. He's in you. And he has truth. And he wants you to walk in that truth. Glory to God. Let's go to the New Testament. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 14. Look at verse 6, John chapter 14. Jesus is speaking. He says, I am the way. There's only one way. I am the truth. Glory to God. He's the truth and the life. You want that life in Jesus. Amen. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You must, we must read the Bible. This should be a rule and not an exception. John, since we're in John, go to John chapter 8. John chapter 8. Oh, glory to God. John chapter 8. Verse 31. John chapter 8, verse 31. Jesus is speaking. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. Then Jesus said to those Samaritans, those, Jesus said to those Sanamarians that believed on him, if you continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We have the truth. The Bible is what we need. Time is short. Time is short. And I found this... Uh, little poem or, or uh, writing it didn't have a anybody's signature to it or so so it's an anonymous letter and he this person it writes about the Bible this book is the mind of God the state of man the way of salvation the doom of sinners and the happiness of believers Wow. He goes on and says, Read it to be wise. Believe it to be safe. Practice it to be holy. This individual was an inspiration. It contains light to direct you, food to support you, and comfort to cheer you. It is the traveler's map, or nowadays we would say the traveler's GP system, the pilgrim's staff, the pilot's 
compass, the soldier's sword, and the Christian's charter. Wow. Christ is the grand subject. For our good it is designed, and for the glory of God, the end. It should fill your memory, rule your heart, and guide your feet. Read it slowly, frequently, and prayerfully. It is a mine of wealth, a paradise of glory, and a river of pleasure. Follow its precepts, and it will lead you to Calvary, to the empty tomb, and the resurrected life of Jesus Christ. Yes, to glory itself for all of our eternity. Whoa! That person had some insight. I'm, I'm sorry, nobody knows who wrote it, but that's beautiful. So a meal has been set before us. Charles Spurgeon, a quote from Charles Spurgeon. He writes, if God has spoken, listen. If God has recorded in his, his words in a book, search its pages with a believing heart. If you, do not, if you do not accept it as God's inspiring word, I cannot invite you to, to pay for any particular attention to it. But if you regard it as the book of God, I charge you as I shall meet you at the judgment seat of Christ. Study the Bible. Treat the eternal God with respect and delight in his word. Amen. The master calls. The master's calls. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He says, come and dine. Come and dine. That's your title. Come and dine. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's pretty close. Okay. I noticed we have the communion table set up. So... Are you ready? You ready? This is something. This is another. This is another part of the lesson. You could say that we're having. This is part of the word. He says, "Do this in remembrance of me." What? Receive the communion table. And we need to react and see what what the communion table gives us. Amen. It's matzah bread, which represents no sin. And it represents the Lord Jesus' body that was broken for us to give us healing. It's an atonement that we can walk in. The Bible... God doesn't put anything in the Bible that's not important. Everything that you read in the Bible is important. This is important. It says, do this in remembrance. As often as you do it, do this in remembrance. So we're, we're, we're looking at what the Lord uh, has given us. So if you can have just that, I hope I've got the right one. If not, we'll just go ahead with it. Uh, go ahead and come, in, come up and receive your emblems, and we'll partake together as uh, 
we receive. Amen. Seeking your face, touching your face, in your presence, in your presence, oh Amen. Where two or three are gathered, he's there in our midst. So we're in his presence. And it's a blessing. It's a blessing to do that which he asks us to do as we come together. In Second, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul writes beginning in verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which I also deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. And Father God, as we look to the bread, We recognize, Father God, as a symbol of Jesus' body. It was broken. It was bruised. It had stripes upon it. And throughout the word, word, Father God, it tells us, by his stripes we are healed and made whole. I thank you, Lord. We call into remembrance the blessing of the bread in Jesus' name.
Verse 25 says, After the same manner he also took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. As they look to the cup, it's his blood that washes away the sin of the world through his blood that we are made whole, cleansed. And we thank you, Lord, for this great blessing. For through it, we are adopted as children of God, joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we receive this cup and the blessing of the new covenant. Amen. Amen. Well, come and dine. Come and dine. He's calling us to eat. Let's go and eat. Be blessed. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Which you've given us, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you've given us some new insight, Father God, an inspiration, Father God, of the beauty of your word, the bread of life, Father God, that has been given to us, Father God, to live, to rejoice, and to share. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we go our separate ways, Father God. We are the blessed. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, that those that we come in contact will be blessed, Father God, through the anointing that you have upon us. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we go our separate ways. We thank you so much for your love. In Jesus' name, amen.